0: Hello, my beautiful people. It's me, Jenny D. It's another episode of Spill With Me, Jenny D. But this one is, well, I started a couple months ago where I was doing a segment, an episode once a month called Get to Know Me, Jenny D. I just wanted you to know who I was and where I'm coming from and what exactly makes me do the things I do and why I do the things I do but i've had so many wonderful guests and i wanted to make sure to get their stories on so i haven't been on for about 2 months now so i missed you guys and i wanted to just kind of just talk a little bit about some different things that i've done in my life and some things that just i'm getting to know so many people i am just so blessed i am so grateful There are so many people out there that want to share their story. I'm getting people from other countries. I I really am not sure how I'm going to do it. I'm such a new podcaster, and I'm really just doing audio and some YouTube videos and kind of just getting myself out there. It's been about a year and a half. And I am just enjoying every single minute of it. I've been on some local television stations and just kind of getting my name out there to let people know that this is a safe place. This is a place where you can come to. You can sit down, have a cup of coffee, have a glass of wine at night, whatever you want to do, whatever your preferred drink is, and just sit there and relax and listen to some of the different stories. They may be a story that you might be familiar with or you know somebody that has gone through something. I've had Some cancer survivors want to talk about their stories because what I find out is they're all different. Nobody's story is the same. So if I can help one person to know, guess what? That person who went through this cancer survivor has had similar symptoms or similar things that you went through, and it kind of helps you realize you know, you're know, you not alone. You have other people out there that you know that have been through some really tough storms and struggling. So I think our paths lead us into somewhere where we can find each other and know, hey, it's okay to be it's okay not to be okay. That was my my new quote. I think it's already a quote out there. Maybe I just stole it from somebody else. Oops. <laughs> no copyright, okay? <laughs> um, but I it's okay not to be okay. I keep saying that to myself because you know what? I am not perfect and I have my days. And today I was really hesitant to record because I just was in Not a bad mood. I was just in a weird mood because it just hurt some stuff that kind of hurt me and, you know, just upset me about things that are going on in the world. And just, you know, I was just upset for people because, as Kim Gable and I talked about, we're both empaths and an empath person and i'm sure there's a lot of you out there. We when we see a story or we listen to something that's going on, we just feel that. We feel that person and what they're going through. Like if they're upset, I'm upset. You just can feel what they're going through. I think i said that twice, but it's what i really feel in my heart. If somebody's upset about something, i'm losing sleep. I'm upset about it. I just take things to really like i take it very I'm very sensitive. I just realized that, that I can be sensitive to other people's feelings. But with this podcast, I found out that I think we're all trying to navigate in this world. And guess what? It's still unknown. And it's okay not to know. I did um, a couple things I wanted to tell you. So I did this library class a couple weeks ago in the summer. They approached me and said, Hey, you want to teach a class and kind of tell them about podcasting and why you started? I was so nervous because I said, I'm not a school teacher. So I got my sister in law Melissa. I said, You're a teacher, help me. How do I do this? So she said a lesson plan or you know, all those teachers out there. I'm sorry, I'm not very good at this. But I thought, I don't really want to be a teacher. Like I don't want to teach what I'm doing with the podcast. I kind of just want to have a discussion. So I told her to put the chairs in like a round, you know, so we could all just sit around and just talk. And I basically just told everybody it was like an hour long. And I had like a giveaway. I had a basket and kind of summer giveaway for someone. I had some new people there that I've never met before. I've had some people that I do know there. So it's about, uh, I'd say, 15, 16 people there. It's kind of nice for my first class. And I think a lot of them, and some of them are my family, they, they said, wow, I didn't know your whole story. I didn't even know this is what you did. Because... In fact, when I first started, I wanted to give up so many different times. I felt like the cards weren't for me. I felt like, okay, this isn't supposed to happen for me. I'm not supposed to pursue this passion, this dream of mine, because I was just hitting hurdles after hurdles after hurdles. But as I sat and talked to them, I said, listen, if I could give you any advice, not that I'm like, you know, know everything, do what makes you happy. Do what your passion is, what your purpose is, what you want to do in life, and don't sit back and let it come to you because it's not going to. You have to go get it yourself. So that would be like my thing that I would tell people, and if I ever went to other, other spoke at any, any conventions. Yeah, that's right, I'm big time now. Okay, and, and talk to people because I would want them to know that it's okay to just get out there. And do something that you've never done before. I mean, who would have thought I was going to be a podcaster at 51 years old? And I'm having the time of my life because what I'm finding out is there's so many people that are so loving and giving, and they're just out there. They just want to be heard, and they just want people to know it's okay. They've been through some really tough times, and there's been some, you know, funny stories that I've had too with my daughter and I about dating. I mean, <laughs> you know, the '80s and '90s compared to what's going on today is so different. Like, I can't imagine not meeting someone and just Snapchatting them back and forth and ever talking to them or seeing them in person. But hey, that's the generation now. That's what they do. So I can't, you know, can't stop uh, technology. That's for sure. But I, so I put on my title that. And I was getting to it because I know you probably want to hear about, yes, I'm probably the only person in the whole United States, well, oh, America, that has ever got shuttlecocked in the eye. Now, you may say, Jen, what does that mean to be shuttlecocked in the eye? And I don't even know if I'm saying the right word. I mean, it sounds like I'm saying a really bad word. I better censor this. So in college, I went to Westminster. I talked about that in the first couple. So if you're new to my podcast, I went to Westminster College, which is in New Wilmington, PA, very small school, very, very wonderful people that I met there. And the school was just safe and loved everything about it. And I was on the radio and the TV my freshman year. So sometimes when you go to a smaller school, you can get that advantage. However, you know how when your senior year, your junior year, you start taking like fluffy classes like, um, you know, underwater basket weaving or um, croquet. I don't even know if I said that right. And well, I decided, and my roommate, we decided to take badminton. (laughs) And I'm really good at badminton, okay? I'm a volleyball player. I played volleyball. So I really liked, not that that, well, I guess that doesn't really make sense, does it? Now, Not that I played tennis or anything, but... Badminton, I'd play in the backyard with my stepdad, Jimmy, and I was pretty good. I was pretty good. So I'm playing on this team. We're goofing off, we're having fun, you know. We're all like, "Ah, I got it, I got it. I don't even know if that's what you say when the birdie comes over the net. So I turned around, and my roommate, Jen, hits me smack. Okay, the birdie comes to her racket. I turn around to see if she got it and literally she's like probably a couple of feet from me boom she her racket not a racket the birdie shuttlecock is that I think that's what you call went right into my eye cuz my eye was open and I was like ah! I can't see. I'm blind. I'm blind. (laughs) I think I even fell to the ground. I'm a little dramatic. You know, I am a theater minor. So I was like, oh my God, that hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. So that night, you know, they're all laughing and stuff. They're like, you're fine. I'm like, listen, guys, I am really in pain. The pain was so bad. I don't know if, I hope there's somebody out there that says, you know what, Jen, I got hit with a birdie in the eye too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hello? George McFly, is there anybody out there? <laughs> but, um, so that night I said, oh my gosh, guys, my, my eye, I'm in so much pain. They're like, okay, let's go. To the, so we went to the emergency room. So we're at the emergency room. And they're like, well, what happened? And I said, well, you know, badminton is, you know, it's a tough sport. And you could really get hurt at badminton. So I should have wore, like, a you know, face gear or something like that. What happened was um, they... To put a patch on my eye. They put some drops in it, put a patch, and I was very sensitive to light because we went to this concert or something at school, and I remember the flash of people taking pictures and stuff. because me, you know, back then we had cameras, <laughs> not our phones. And I was like, oh, my eyes, my eye is killing me from the light. So they put a patch on my eye. So needless to say, I was called One Eyed Jack. I was called a pirate. Um, what else? There's so many I can't remember. But you know walking around campus with one eye and I remember uh, my boyfriend came up and he was like what the heck is (laughs) I said listen I'm injured I can't go anywhere I only have one eye so that that lasted a couple weeks and then you know the patch came off so that was my funny story with the badminton so I sorry that I, I had to get you with that title but um yeah, I mean, there's just so many different things that I've done and that I pursue and that I want to keep doing for my future to really impact and kind of help people, men and women, whatever they're going through. If, if they need help with, like, let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. You don't have to be on the podcast if you just want to be my friend and we want to chit chat about things. I am all for it. I feel that my purpose now, you know, you just start feeling your purpose. Because I'm getting therapy from my guests as well. My friends and my family have been so supportive. I've been having just the time of my life realizing that, you know what, I wasn't just a stay at home mom. I wasn't just, you know, a wife and a caregiver and a limo driver and the cook and the cleaning and, you know. (laughs) I'm also a person who wants to help other people and I want to get to know other people and I want to keep learning and learning as I go. There's so many different things in life to learn and embrace. Empowerment, to me, is being with people around you. That are just so giving and loving. And I, I've been going to these networking groups. And I actually joined this one called Brave Women Project. And I met Holly. And she is just such the cutest little spitfire. I, her energy, and I, I just automatically was like, I love this energy that you are having. Because you are getting me all pumped up and excited. You know, she's younger than me. She's young mom. She's so beautiful. And I was just so impressed by her and all the other ladies that I met. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to join. And a lot of the activities are virtual or sometimes we meet up and we'll go out for a happy hour or just see each other. And I love it. And I go to other networking groups as well because I just love meeting new women and being a part of something, especially when they're doing like fundraising or anything for the nonprofits and charity. I'm all about that. So if there's anything you ever want me to come to and be a part of with you, just give me a call. You can actually go on my website, spillwithme.com, and fill out, tell us your story, and just say, hey, Jen, I'm having this event. I would love for you to come, and I'd say, okay, just let me know when it is and where to be. So anyway, I'm trying to think what else I needed to tell you guys. I think I said so anyway a little too much. Uh, I'm going to have to delete that. But I mean, it's funny how there are some things that have been happening to me, and I don't know if this happens to you too. First of all, I ran into two women over the weekend, and... We just hit it off because we are all... It's almost like we're speaking the same language. We're all in our late 40s, early 50s, and we're all saying the same thing. We're all saying, we reinvented ourselves. We found ourselves we know who we are. Well, sort of know who we are. We know our purpose. We know that there's something else that we needed to do. One is an interior decorator, and the other one is actually doing, she's going in and organizing closets and gar- you know garages, and that's what she does. I thought, oh, geez, I need you big time. <laughs> I need you for every single room in my house, thank you. But it was so nice and, and empowering to meet these women and know that they feel the same way. Their story and my story is so similar. They just got to that point in their life where they thought I need to do something for me. I need to do something to help others or be there, be that person that I've always wanted to be. Because you get stuck in a rut or you get complacent wherever you are, wherever you live, or you know, and that's fine. Some people would just love to just do the same thing day after day or just just do little things here and there. Hey, that is more power to you You do what you like to do you do you I forget who told me that you do you so I mean I I'm all about that but I wanted to also tell you that sometimes I run into some people that are I know that there's something wrong with them because they're so miserable I was at the meadows the one night and we saw that there was a booth open because people left so we went and sat down and we were dancing There was a nice band there we were having you know a lot of fun it was just three of us and this woman comes running over and it's dark, can't even see, she's like, that table's reserved, that's my table, what are you, and I was like, oh, I said, back off, I said, listen, we are so sorry, I did not realize this was your table, we will get our stuff, oh, you better get, she went on and on and on, I thought, lady, it's just a booth. You know, I just said to myself, I, I think she has a story. I think she has something going on, or maybe she was intoxicated and she was in a bad mood. And, but I thought, I, I know sometimes we say things or do things that we want to regret or we regret and we wish we could change. And I don't, I don't want to go to someone and say, listen, oh, you know, there must be something wrong with you. Because then you find people that don't really want to talk about it. So I don't want to be that person to try to get something out of someone who does not want to talk about what's going on. Who knows what her story was, but I just felt like, mm. I mean, to it was a big, huge booth. It was, she was There was two people. It wasn't like we were even sitting. We just put our stuff down so we could dance. And, you know, little things like that, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> it's okay like you don't have to be so mad let's work this out like we can make a new friend here let's not try to be this is mine and this is yours and how dare you I reserve this table I mean the band was almost done it was like 10 o'clock at night so I was on a tangent about that but sometimes yeah you do run into people or you're somewhere in a situation even in the car and road rage and you kind of feel like and I'm always like I get so mad I'm like oh I'm you know this aggravates me but then I'm like wait a minute Jen They could be having something going on. They could be going through something. So don't judge anyone until you know what's going on with them so I guess what I want to take away from this little podcast of get to know me Jenny D I have to do that voice (laughs) my kids are like what is that mom I'm like let it go it's mommy's voice Uh, but I wanted you all to know that I miss you and that I you know let me know if there's any stories you would like me to share and I can tell you anything that's going on I'm going to tell you some things about my childhood in the next episode of get to know me Jenny D Thanks so much for listening and tuning in. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill With Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers or anyone who wants to share their life experiences on the topic we covered that week. I'm going to post all that on my Facebook and website so you will see what I'll be talking about that week. So give me a call. I can pre-record and put you on my, my episode that day. I stress this. I personally feel to heal yourself is to talk about it and if we can help each other instead of keeping it bottled up and just release it i think that it's going to help all of us and let's have a lot of fun i can't wait to hear from you guys oh i'm so excited this is still with me jenny d